Hey guys, welcome to the East Bromwell podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Quite a small throw. Uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Hey, uh, what I'm talking about tonight is is is, is called Get Born. We're talking. Uh, we're doing a spring series. Uh, we're calling it the start of something new series. And uh, in the series, we're going to go through uh, what it means to get born. Uh, we're going to talk about the habits we're developing as young people and uh, getting them right. Uh, the following week, we're going to have just a connect week where we just hang out. The boys are going to go to the pirate ship out in the playground and uh, talk about guy stuff. The girls are going to stay here, sit by the fire, and be girly, uh, which is cool. Last time they did that, they, they painted each other's nails and it was strange. And then the boys came in, we painted our own nails. Uh, and then for the next two weeks, uh, Adam and myself are going to be speaking on... What to do in the wild world? What? Uh, because it's it's a wild world out there. The guy called Cat Stevens yeah. sang a song. So he went, "Ooh, baby, it's a wild world." Nobody remembers that. I do. I do. I do. It's off my golf game. Right? Some older people remember. Sorry. It's off my golf game. It's off your golf game. It's an old game. So it's going to be a cool series. Uh, but tonight I'm speaking on Get Born, and I wanted to kind of share with you part of my story. Is that cool? Yeah. Uh, the first thing you need to know is I'm a ginger. What? <laughs> if you hadn't noticed, uh, my hair colour is of the Auburn or uh, ginger or Ranger uh, variety. And uh, that actually is, is a lot of debate. Uh, some people don't like gingers uh, or Rangers. Uh, some people do. My mother... Uh, liked one very much, married him, and that's how I got here. Uh, Sucks. Amy uh, liked one very much, married me, and that's why she's uh, here. Uh, I'm just a little bit ginger. Just, just go, just roll with it, babe. Just roll with it. Uh, awkward. Now, um, we're a pretty special breed, gingers. Uh, pretty special, aren't we? In fact. There's a thing going on right now in schools around Auckland uh, called, um, insert school name here, Compliments. There's Glendowie Compliments, St. Helia's uh, Compliments, if you're an intermediate on Facebook, which you aren't. Uh, there's Selwyn Compliments, and it's this thing on Facebook where you send an anonymous message to the Facebook profile, and they then post it uh, anonymously. And um, somebody posted to somebody else and said, you're the only ginger with a soul. Which is a lovely compliment, because some people say that gingers don't have souls. Scary. But see, I've grown up ginger. And I've got to tell you, it's never been as exciting to be ginger as it is right now. Because gingers are the closest things to vampires. Wow. It is debatable whether they have souls, they don't like the sun. In fact, they sparkle when they go out in the sun. You'll find this out at Getaway. I'll be wearing so much sunscreen that you will look at me and have to put on sunglasses because I'm that sunscreened up. It will be amazing. Uh, they kind of even sparkle in the sunlight because of all that uh, sunscreen. They're often sensitive and caring. 
which is a very vampire thing if you've read Twilight, which if you're only going Edward's dreamy. Uh, so if there are any uh, redheads here, I'd say uh, good on you. Good time to be ginger. There's not, so I'm going to move on. But I did grow up ginger. I also grew up very inquisitive. I like to wander off. This one time, I hid in a pile of autumn leaves. Bit easier when you're ginger. My hair just looked like autumn moss. And uh, I hid in this pile of leaves for six hours. Six hours. The police walked past. My parents walked past. And I was just there, hanging out, me, myself, and I, chilling in the leaves. Eventually, I realised I was going to get in trouble, right? So I'm there. I prepare to pounce out of the leaves. But I decide that I know how I can make this all better. As long as when I jump out of the leaves, I yell, Surprise! It'll be all okay! <laughs> so I did. I jumped out of the leaves, I yelled, Surprise! My mother got mad, my dad cried, and they bought me a leash. <laughs> and from that day on, I had to wear a leash. Just a little over-the-shoulder number with a little... <laughs> and uh, that's why I don't like wearing backpacks, because... It reminds me of when I used to wear a leash. I got a bit older, and I was still very athletic. You can't tell now. I look more... Well, I could be a sumo. Mate, I've got a work to do before I can be sumo, but I'll get there. And uh, I was athletic. I was very fast. I was very springy. And this one day, I decided I'd compete in a high jump. Some of you might have heard this story. And I looked at the high jump, and I thought, I can do this. This isn't very high. And I ran at it. And I motioned my body in such a way that I mimicked salmon. It was kind of like this. And I just leapt over the bar. It was fantastic. I called myself the salmon sensation. And I just... That's the noise salmon make underwater. You can't hear it because we're humans. But salmon, know that that's how they talk. And I jumped. And uh, they thought, that's cool. We're going to raise the bar a little. We're going to make it a bit harder, and you're not going to be such a smarty pants. And they did that, and I failed. And the trauma of that event actually stunted my growth. <laughs> I haven't grown since that day, uh, which is why the majority of you are taller than me. But now I'm a little bit older again. I, I own a house, a cool car, got a wife. And I just found out I'm going to be a dad. Scucks, deluxe, right? <laughs> and, uh, and that's cool, but it's kind of hard too. Because I realised that, uh, like I'm a youth pastor, I get, you know, paid to stay young. People expect me to stay young and hip and gangs. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the things the young people say these days, but... <laughs> But it's getting harder because I'm getting older and uh, I'm not down with dubstep. Gives me a headache. Like it sounds like a duck having a fit. I'm just not I'm just not down with it. And young people are. I don't dress as trendily as I should. I've got a snapback, right? Because they're trendy, right? Snapbacks? I've got a snapback from when snapbacks were cool last time. <laughs> It's like Charlotte Hornets one. It's got 
TC engraved in it because I thought that was cool when I was eight. And I got a snapback from when snapbacks were, were first cool. What is it? It's like a hat, NBA hat. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gangster. Now I get told I'm going to be a dad and my kind of, my mind is officially blown. Because I have to be responsible. <laughs> and, uh, and it makes me nervous because I'm getting old. And getting old makes you, you think about your life a whole lot more. See, I, like everybody else, grew up with dreams. Like we all grow up with dreams. I wanted to fly. <laughs> that was my dream. In fact, I wanted to have superpowers. Every day until I was 16, I prayed, Dear Lord Jesus, please give me all the powers of Superman, and I promise I'll use them for good enough for evil. Until I was 16, I prayed that prayer. This one time, I even climbed to the trellis of the rose bush outside my house. And I got to the top, I climbed onto the roof. I don't recommend you do this, but it worked for me. <coughs> I stood there. I believe I can fly. Over cliff. I believe I can touch the sky. Think about it every Anyway. And I'm there. And I used to swim, so I was tossing up whether to just dive or safety step. Anybody good at safety stepping? Don't safety step when you're jumping off a house. And uh, I just decided to go for it. And I, I was on that. I flew. For a split second, I honestly think I flew. Until I landed in the rose bush, right? And, and I can't be that anymore. I've got to grow up. I've got to realise that I've got to realise that it's time uh, to grow up. But see, growing up means I have to actually now take life seriously. And I realise that to take life seriously, I've really got to get born. <laughs> and you're going, hold on, you got born 25 years ago. I go, yeah, I, yeah, I did. But I really need to get born again. <laughs> I really need to take on a new set of ideals, a new standard of living that sets the bar high for my son or daughter. I'm banking on a son. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a boy. <laughs> Woo! I've got to set the bar higher. I want to be a person who believes in something more than just a random chance. The two atoms accidentally bumped up against each other and ta-da. And uh, I actually think the world needs to know that. I think the world needs to get born. And I think the only way you get born is to meet Jesus. See, the thing for me is this. Without Jesus, you're still just a fetus. It's a rhyme. I thought of it before. I posted it on Twitter. Without Jesus, you're still just a fetus. Because when we meet Jesus, I honestly think that something in us is ignited. Something that's, that's more than just human. An ability within us to dream bigger than we could ever dream before. An ability in us to love more than we could ever love before. An ability in us to give mercy and, and grace to people more than we ever have before. An ability to be generous more than we ever have before. Albert Einstein uh, said this. He said, The value of a man resides in what he gives and not in what he was capable of giving. 
See, we need to be born again. We need to have a mind shift that says it's actually not what about, about what I can give. It's about what I do give. It's not about what I thought about doing. It's about what I do do. Yes, I just said do-do. <laughs> it's not about Facebook chat and how annoying that is. It's not about how many views I've had on YouTube. See, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the fact that our generation could be known for nothing more than we complained so much about Facebook chat, they sent it back to normal. Or we were desperate for the most amount of views on YouTube, but we got it. No, see, I actually think we need to be known for something more. See, I don't want to have it written on my grave that I made gingers cool again. I don't want to have it on my grave that I was a high jump record holder or that I was the secret identity behind the salmon sensation. I... I want something written on my gravestone that says he was the father of kids who changed the world because they believed they could. Or, or, or maybe he was such a generous guy that nobody could outgive him. But see, I think the thing is, to be that guy, I need to be following somebody who is that for me. Good. To be a generous person, I need to follow somebody far more generous than me. I need to walk in their shoes and their shadow and pick up what they've lived. <coughs> to, to be a father of, of, of kids who changed the world because they believe they could, I have to follow somebody who makes me believe that I can change the world. And that's what I got in Jesus. This is my story. I was a kid who honestly wanted to be a superhero. I found any opportunity to try and be a superhero but the reality is, I'm not the hero of this story. And to truly have a place in my own story, I have to meet the hero of my story. I have to invite the hero of my story to be a part of my story, or my story probably won't mean anything. It'll talk about how many hours I wasted on Facebook, how many people's how many minutes of people's lives I wasted making them watch my YouTube video. But if I can bring Jesus into my world, then I can be known for something more. John 3 is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. I'm going to finish on this. There was a man named Nicodemus, verse 1, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came with Jesus and he said, Rabbi, which means teacher, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God's with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. That's a big call. What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. So you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. How are these things possible, Nicodemus asked. 
Jesus replied, you are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things. I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down. That's Jesus. He's speaking now. Come down from heaven. And just as Moses lifted up a bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For God, everybody know this verse? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that everyone who believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And then it says, God sent his Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. To save the world through him, right? We've just got to embrace a new way of living. A way of living that isn't us-centered, that's him-centered. A way of living that says, Jesus, you actually know better than me. You've actually got this thing under control. You've got a plan. You've got a purpose. And I want to be born again. I want to start again knowing you. Knowing that you've set a benchmark. Knowing that you've sent the high jump bar so high. But knowing that with your coaching, with you doing it with me, I can jump that bar. I can be the salmon sensation. And what I want to do is I just want to, I want you to close your eyes and I'm just going to pray. And uh, I'm going to pray that God uh, speaks to us and that Jesus uh, can do a work in our hearts. God, thank you that you are real, that you are good. And thank you that you've called us to something bigger than than what we might be just thinking about now. Thank you that you've called us to a life that is more than what we could have hoped or dreamed. You've, you've called us to a life that's, that's more than ordinary, Father. And God, I pray for each and every one of us that we embrace that life, that we take a punt, that we take a shot on you, God, and that even tonight we might invite your son Jesus, to do this life with us. God, that we could be born again, that we could know what it is to have you in our world and to see the world the way you see it and live the way you would have us live. And as a result, love the way we've never loved before and give the way we've never given before, God, that our generation could be known for something a lot more profound than just Facebook or YouTube, God, that we'd be known as a generation who couldn't be outgiven. A generation who changed the world because they honestly believed they could. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the message. See you back here next week for some more exciting stuff.